Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Uh, it's the 28th, last day of February, and day three of my streak of recording. Um, I'm not going to um, say that every day because that's going to get annoying at some point, but um, really excited to keep sharing, getting some really great feedback, and I appreciate that. Um, any questions, comments, anything you want to hear me talk about, my background, what we do um, in education technology, what uh, questions about what your kids are seeing or doing and from a technology standpoint, uh, feel free to leave me a message on here. Shoot me a message on Twitter or any of uh, the other social platforms uh, that basically are um, at Ryan Fall pretty much everywhere. And uh, you know, let's just share ideas and comments and concerns and questions. And um, it'll keep um, making my content hopefully uh, better and easier to listen to for you guys. And uh, we'll keep sharing what's going on. So wrote down a couple things today. Um, that I want to talk about, um, that'll break up into segments for us so you guys can uh, listen along or skip if it doesn't uh, um, doesn't resonate with you. Um, but first, um, I want to talk about my social uh, path and some things I'm doing recently to um, uh, kind of put myself out there more and challenge myself to be a better community member, um, both on Twitter and on Anchor and, um, and Instagram and why that's lagging behind for me personally and things like that. So I'll talk about that. Uh, and the second, um, the second one that I wrote down uh, was an acronym called uh, BCD, uh, which I heard a podcast um, from Tim Kite yesterday, um, who runs a company here out of Columbus uh, that does a lot of business consulting. And I'll get into BCD a little bit and what his podcast is all about. And I mentioned him on on Twitter, so you guys can check out uh, what they have going on in their company. So. Uh, we'll dive more into that when I get to that segment, uh, but first, uh, let's talk about my social journey uh, and how it connects to the schools and the work I do, and uh, we'll start that right now. All right, so um, I've been on... Let's go through the social platform. So I've been on Twitter for, I think I just got my Twitter anniversary of nine years. And I haven't done much of anything um, productive with it. Um, but that's changing. Uh, Instagram kind of jumped on with everybody, what, two years ago, whenever that was. Facebook been on. Actually, funny thing about Facebook is I was uh, at Ohio State um, 2004, 2005, it might have been earlier than that, 2004, earlier in 2004, and we were at Ohio State, one of the first, you know, 50 universities or whatever that were signed up, um, you had to have a .edu email address and all that fun stuff, so, um, was, um, been on Facebook for a long time, have not done anything business-wise with my Facebook, um, that's strictly personal, and I'm hardly ever on there anymore. Um, it's more for, um, I think, what a lot of people my age have transitioned to that being more for parents, um, kind of keeping track of events around town, um, getting recipes, and sharing photos so my parents uh, see daily photos of my kids. So, um, But trying to transition what I do on Twitter and on Anchor to talk more about my business um, and what I do and educational technology. So why am I doing that? First and foremost, I think there is a lot of people talking technology, especially, especially education technology, um, through all these platforms. So 
the differentiating differentiating big word differentiating piece for me i think is kind of what i talked about yesterday when i talked about future ready ohio i think there's a gap between what we're trying to push to our students in the classroom and what's going on in the back rooms and the data centers i don't think there there's i shouldn't say this this way i think there is a small group of people that can do all of that that can provide great support and great initiative for student-centered learning um, in the classroom and involving technology around that. At the same time, those people can also go back into the server room, set up and deploy a virtual host, set up a VM, and do backup and support services, and also um, you know, set up a, a, a closet switch, right? Or set up and deploy a Wi-Fi network. I think the people that can do all those things that I just mentioned, plus more, are so few and far between and are so valuable that, you know, 95% of the districts in the state of Ohio, just in the state of Ohio, can't find that one perfect person. So how do we develop those things? So we develop that person to be kind of a um, uh, knowledgeable about everything, but a master of none. And then we outsource or we pay uh, specific companies to do the other portions and we pay them 125 to $250 an hour to do that. So the concerns I have for our districts are budgeting. How do we budget that, right? How do I, I can't plan a network outage. I can't plan a server crashing. I can't plan a VMware crash or a VMware upgrade that needs to be done. Um, so a lot of these are money set aside in an emergency fund, right? In a, in a fund that's just sitting there waiting to be used. So. You know, how how can we provide better service, better support on a budget level that is comfortable for treasurers and superintendents to go to the board and say, hey, this is the money we need every year. This is going to support our back end infrastructure and then let the people who know the front end piece, the professional development, the in-classroom technology stuff, let them run and do what they're good at. So they become a master at that and can sleep at night knowing the rest of the stuff's working or the flip side. Right. There are plenty of IT folks out here in our schools that are awesome at that back room stuff. But you put them in front of a group of teachers and want them to talk about application development and STEM and how to use an iPad or a Chromebook effectively in a classroom. And are we going to get the bang for our buck or we're going to have to outsource that and have the same issue. Right. Um, About emergency outsourcing, you know, too many applications. We lost some data. Uh, we clicked one too many links and now we have a crypto uh, a virus or a malware virus and we have to buy some cryptocurrency and all this sort of crazy stuff. So um, kind of going full circle here, that's the gap I want to fill, right? With my social media postings and my anchor postings is, hey, you guys are really good at X, whether it be in classroom stuff or backroom stuff, uh, data center stuff. Where can my company, Epiphany Management Group, and where can I support a district for the whole year at a base level price um, and, and keep all the lights on, keep everything running smoothly so that teaching can happen in our classrooms? That's the gap that I see out on social media. Specifically on social media, I see a lot more trending towards the in-classroom piece, which is awesome, right? There's amazing people in amazing districts here in the state of Ohio, specifically again, that you know, the information sharing is awesome. The amount of professional development resources that are sharing information, how to do things for free, right? How are we doing things? And I'm going to use Graham Local Schools, right? For instance, how Graham Local Schools is doing things that can help 
Dayton Public Schools, Columbus Public Schools, Toledo Public Schools. It doesn't matter the size of the district in comparison. But all this information sharing is awesome and it's doing really great work. But at the same time, are we doing the things in our data centers and are we supporting the infrastructure that needs supported to you know, allow everything to work together and not, um, like I talked about yesterday, if we get errors, we lose attention. If we have outages, we lose attention. And getting that attention back is really hard. Um, so, you know, that, you know, is, is what I'm doing and trying to fill that gap on social media. And I'll try to fill that gap more in Anchor and, and not talk about the idea, talk more about how we're implementing that um, in specific districts and in future episodes. So how am I doing that on my social? Um, I'm trying to get more interaction. I'm, I, I am getting more interaction. Um, by doing daily video posts, right? Every day I'm gonna get on there for one minute. Today I talked about my four-year-old singing Willie Nelson songs at the breakfast table. It's not always gonna be IT related. It's not always gonna be education related, um, but it's gonna be fun and it's just kind of a way for me to get myself out there and make myself more comfortable in front of the camera uh, for one minute a day. Two, posting on Anchor and then sharing that on my Twitter profile to connect people to this platform, right? And, and what I'm talking about here. And in the future, this is gonna be more talks about what some of our 30 districts are doing for technology using specifics that they're doing in the back room uh, IT to allow people to be, be better instructional technologists um, in the classroom. Or on the flip side, like I said earlier, we have a professional development arm as well. And what we're doing for PD in a lot of our districts, um, that's helping, helping them be better teachers with technology. Um, and also I'm, I'm following a lot of influencers across the country and sharing the things that they're doing, right? Because I think at the end of the day, all these platforms are set up so that we can share information and learn from each other and uh, keep pushing and keep every, uh, everybody going forward. So um, that's my goals around my, my social platforms is fill the gap, fill the gap that I think is there and needs filled, helping districts budget and, and save money by offering a long-term support service um, that, that lets districts and lets district technologists um, concentrate on what they do well, whether it be in the classroom or in the data center. Um, and try to have fun, try to have fun and, and create better relationships and stronger, longer term relationships with people across the company, across the company, sorry, across the country um, and across the world. It's kind of crazy when you get alerts of people following you from the UK that are teachers and technology people and, you know, people from North Dakota and California and Florida and all kind of corners in between. So um, that's, that's it. And, and, and stay tuned as I start digging into more details and more specific examples of what we do and, and filling that gap. So that's it for that. Now some podcast love to some other people I've uh, in, enjoyed reaching out and listening to. Last segment, um, I, I kind of want to start sharing along with what I talked about earlier, the, the educational technology stuff, but I want to start sharing what I'm kind of into from a podcasting social media standpoint and, and how it connects to our schools and, and what we do um, every day in our school. So um, I, I've been listening to Brian Kite and, um, and his company Focus 3 for a while. Um, they're out of Columbus here locally. They do a lot of great work with uh, a lot of really high-level organizations, um, really you know, sports teams, all that sort of crazy stuff. So, um, and they do a lot in schools as well. So, 
Um, yesterday, um, Brian released a podcast, uh, one of his uh, speaking engagements. He had a company, and it really connected with me, and really connected with you know some of the things I have going on with my kids and and with my job and with the schools we work with. And it was really based on two principles. Um, first is controlling and owning your your 20 square feet around you, right? Um, that means being the best that you can be and doing your best and, and really being influential around your 20 square feet and understanding that you can't you can't be everything for everybody, right? You can't uh, stretch yourself so far that you're performing bad work you know around yourself and, and not promoting yourself properly. So you know, first and foremost, being in control of what you can control in the 20 square feet around you, being the best you can be. Um, the other piece of that that I think I want to talk about more today and something I'm implementing as of listening to that podcast yesterday um, is um, eliminating BCD and and not taking BCD um, and letting it control what you have going on in your life and job and family. So what is BCD? BCD is blame complain and defend right so um, let's start with the first one blaming I think 99% of things um, that I'm speaking to me personally that that I you know if, if a problem or situation comes at me I think I immediately used to go into the BCD format of trying to figure out who else is the problem right and not um, internalizing what's being said to me and what's being what's being brought to me and, and understanding you know what I can do to change it. So um, the second piece, which I think is the biggest piece, and, and Brian talked about this, is complaining. Right? The amount of complaining that happens um, that I've been a part of, that I've been a culprit of, and eliminating complaining completely from you know myself and my nature and what I am going on, um, and then passing that down to the children, not only in my house but you know, friends of friends and all that sort of stuff and understanding that our complaints um, are, are, are waste, right? They're just waste that go out there that don't do anything. They don't affect any change. It's, it, it in fact slows down change and slows down the opportunities you have to make a difference and, and do something in a positive way. So eliminating blaming, eliminating complaining, and uh, the last one, defending, right? So as soon as we blame someone else and as soon as we complain about our situation, we go into a completely defensive mode of, you know, back to, hey, it's not my fault. I didn't do that. You know, it's somebody else's fault. Um, I, you know, the, the problem isn't mine. Went into, I mean, I just went to all of BCD right there trying to defend my, you know, what I was going on in my status. So um, I think, you know, Brian talked a lot about complain kind of being a, in my mind, I kind of took it as this as being kind of a precursor or a, um, a start. If you eliminate complaining, you can eliminate the B and the D a lot of the times too, right? Because then I don't have anything. If I complain, I've always got my complaint that I stand up on that I've got to blame someone else for, or I've got to defend myself if someone questions that complaint, right? If I eliminate that complaint, I don't have to defend my, there's nothing to defend, right? If, if, if I'm not complaining about my current situation, I'm doing something to affect and change it. No one's ever going to approach me with a, an issue or a problem that I have to defend myself against because I know I'm putting my best foot forward and doing what I can to uh, to push, right? To push myself, push my company, push my school, push my kids forward. So um, I'm going to uh, share 
Brian's Twitter handle. And um, I'll share in my tweet of this episode a link to his podcast, um, the specific podcast I'm talking about. Really cool talk, really hit home with me. And um, I think it's something that if we can implement this in our children and in our schools, um, man, think about I mean, the positivity that can come of that, the positive influence we can have on each other, eliminating a ton of negativity and um, making the negativity seem way abnormal as opposed to normal. I think negativity, the complaints, the woe is me factor has become the normal. And um, hopefully we can do something to change that. So that is it. Brian Kite is uh, the podcast I'm checking out right now. So uh, check out the link and uh, check him out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to share uh, this if you find someone you uh, think would like to follow follow along with me on this journey around education technology, around podcasting, social media, um, and all those connections in, inside there and, and doing what I can to change not only um, educational technology and education in Ohio, but uh, across the U.S. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, feel free to leave me a message, shoot me a comment, shoot me a question, and uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.